Well, greetings to all my fellow listeners. And um, at this stage, it's going to get pretty intense. And it's going to be pretty descriptive. So um, be ready. Open up your mind. And, you know, uh, grasp the story, you know, of my development into the person who I am today. So when I get out of YA, California Youth Authority, I proceed to go back to Story Road Apartments on the east side of San Jose. And everything has changed a little bit because basically I'm Big Red. You know, the leader of Eastside San Jose 408 Rips, you know. And in actuality, it's not Eastside San Jose. It's just SJ Rip. You know, I want to make that clear. We never represented a hood or a block. We banged the whole city. We went anywhere and everywhere the hell we went, wanted to go. And if anybody had a problem, it was on on site. You know, that's it. We didn't stay isolated in one block, in one neighborhood, and talking about we're doing this and ain't never had a gunfight, ain't never had a fist fight, you know, but drinking and throwing up gang signs and ain't never been nowhere. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't grasp that. So, um, gets back to Story Road Apartments, you know, some people is showing love. Some people is saying, oh, here come this motherfucker again. He's getting ready to make our lives uncomfortable. Well, the only people that I made uncomfortable was those fake, conniving, dirty motherfuckers that was trying to take advantage, you know, of our folks in our, in, you know, that was in, in, in our community, you know, because the black community was coming together. Uh, in Story Road Apartments, they still had breakfast. They had breakfast programs in the summer. You know, there was still remnants of the Black Panther Party, not only in Stockton, where I was born and raised, but, you know, on the east side of San Jose in Story Road Apartments. And my homeboy's mother, Tookie, I mean, not Tookie, excuse me, Tootsie was coordinating the uh, uh, the breakfast program. It was an empty apartment building, and then they would come out and give everybody lunch, you know. And that was awesome. That was community. We was looking after each other, you know. And basically, you know... Um, the police used to come through um, Story Road Apartments a lot. And um, so one time they said, this one police came in there. And we all was by the wash house drinking and partying and having fun. And, um, you know, one police came in there like he was getting ready to terrorize. And I told him, I said, well, you know, check this out. You ain't going to come in here and do nothing by yourself. I said, you better go get some backup. 
Yeah, I'm just talking shit to him. So about 20, 30 minutes later, about 20 undercover cars, police cars come in there with their lights off and raided. So we running through Story Road Apartments and hiding because they creep and we wasn't ready. So anyway, um, <laughs> we hide, we hide, we, you know, we had, we knew Story Road Apartments. They didn't know. So, you know, we hiding and, and, uh, me and one of the other homies, Kevin Hamilton, he hiding on, we hiding on the top of a, a hot water thing and you know they didn't know so we hear the fucking police talking about where are those fucking niggers where the fuck did those niggers go and so i'm sitting up on the top and we chilling like he don't know where we at this dumb motherfucker kevin hamilton he started laughing and I started laughing, and then the chase was on. But anyway, you know, that's just some of the stuff that we used to go through. Because um, we banged on the police. You know, we ain't just going to let police come in there and brutalize us. And, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, um, fear is a controlling factor. So, um when I went to Juvenile, and this was somebody in the neighborhood set us up because, you know, I'd start selling weed, and they were mad because I was out there. And I was out there in in the neighborhood all day, every day. You know, I ran that. So everybody came in there looking for weed. Shit, they came right to me. They wasn't going to these four different locations no more. Why go and drive and get out your car when they can get it from me? So anyway, you know, some of the old informers come to find out they was informers snitched on me and had me set up. So when the police came uh, and arrested me, they put guns all to my head, you know, and let it be known, I'm 16, 17 years old, 16 or 17 years old. I'm a teenager. I'm a minor. So these mugs take me. They had me for possession for sales, um, all kind of crazy stuff. And uh, I ended up, uh, my mother came and got me. They set up a court date and I, you know, I, I had to go back to court on this. So... What had happened was, I'm mad because the police don't disrespect me like that. So I waited on the side of the building for hella hours until police came up. And I just started popping at the police car. You know, and it rolled in the middle of the, the divider, Capitol Expressway. This is before they had the concrete divider and crashed into a fence. You know, but anyway... Um, you know, didn't nobody get hurt, didn't nobody, he didn't run into no house or nothing like that, but it was just that, you know, uh, I banged, and when I banged, I, I you know, the, I, I believe we were the first ones that was like saying AOB, any, uh, wait, ABK, anybody killer, so anyway, um, 
after that, the police wasn't just coming in the neighborhood, you know, the way they used to. Uh, they wasn't creeping in there. They wasn't coming in there thinking that, oh, the Negroes is going to run like roaches. They had a little bit more respect, you know. So, um, so as, 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 as life goes on, you know, we, um, uh, we go to, uh, uh, this place called Mayfair Center. We used to go to Mayfair Center all the time. Me, Kevin Price, Ray Bailey, and um, so when we go to Mayfair Center, you know, we get into some Mexicans. So I go and I ask Jimmy Carter to give me a pistol, you know, no, to give me some bullets. I already had pistols, so I needed some bullets. So I goes back over to Mayfair, you know, to get into it with, you know, the guys that was over there at the center and they wasn't there. Yeah, and then at that time when Kevin was getting into it with him, uh, I come up, you know, behind him, and then one of my so-called homeboys was so scared he left, thinking somebody was gonna hit his car, and I'm mad at him. So shit, I got the pistol. I want to put a couple of bullets in his ass. Don't you leave when we're in the altercation. Do not leave. You know. So that night. Uh, uh, we're, uh, I'm looking for him and me and the homeboy Pernell, we cruising around. I, I had just seen my girl Wanda and Wanda felt something that wasn't right. So she said, uh, don't go. And, you know, that's when, you know, I learned that you got to listen to, you got to listen to the signs, you know, you know, and uh, she said, don't go, don't go, don't leave. And I ended up, me and Pernell ended up going with a sawed-off shotgun. No, no, this was the second one. That was, uh, this This was the second one. So um, I went and uh, uh, did me a 211. And what had happened was when I did the 211, because I was robbing a lot of Alpha Betas. This was when the Alpha Betas were still out. So, you know, they had the front safe in the front. And uh, I used to get them, you know, I, I, some pretty nice licks. So after I got out of YA, so many robberies was happening that... I guess the police figured out, well, ever since Ronald Caesar got out of YA, all these robberies has been happening. So the next time a robbery happened, we're going to uh, be waiting for him in Story Road Apartments. And that's exactly what the hell they did. I was in my 66 Cadillac. I just went and hit a lick. And money was all in the car. I had a pound of weed in in the trunk, hidden in the trunk. I had my gun under the armrest after I did the robbery. And when I get back to Story Road Apartments, I go through the gate. And the gate, this is when they finally uh, put up a gate where you had to go in. Yeah. 
which restricted a lot of people from coming in. So as I got up the gate to push the button to open up the gate, uh, undercovers, police, they all surrounded me. And, you know, when I left YA, I said, you know, I'm robbing and, and I'm killing and everything and I'm holding court in the streets. But when I seen all those shotguns aimed at me, I seen my gun up under the car armrest and I was thinking, well, should I get it? You know, and, but then I looked at all these shotguns and I seen all them devils aim them guns at, aiming them guns at me like that. I said, well, I'm going to have to ride this one out. So I put my hands up and I ended up um, uh, being arrested for a robbery. And uh, while I was uh, in the car getting arrested and they searching through my car, I didn't want my car to get towed, and they were still pretty, you know, cool with this. So uh, I asked James Glass uh, to drive my Cadillac and park it and get the keys to my mom's and stuff. So, you know, he did that for me. And then Irvin Williams, he parked around the corner. He looking around the corner. I see his head looking around the corner like... Oh shit, they got red. Is they coming for me? Is they coming for us? And yeah, that was kind of a funny scene because I'm keep seeing his big old head looking around the corner, <laughs> seeing what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But uh anyway, yeah, um that was the beginning where it started getting it was my my court case was pretty intense. My county jail experience for the first time going to the county jail was intense. And um, this is where the journey started getting uh, even more intense and more descriptive. So uh, I will stop at this stage and get ready for the next episode. And right now, I'm just freestyling. I'm freestyling, and I'm just going straight from the head, you know, from my memories, you know, in order so it can get pictured. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe this can end up being a movie. But, you know, this is some some actual facts and some actual events and some actual development, you know, of how everything transpired and how I developed into being the person who I am today. So I will end this segment with peace and enjoy your your day, enjoy your night, enjoy your evening. Blessings be upon you and your family.